0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throwing down, knock a time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. And welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, the pod of the everyman, the Two Beer Two Podcast. Beers podcast. Jordan and Drew slinging it on, it on the reel, the doing the podcast with half our brain tied, tied behind, behind our, our backs, backs just to make it fair on all the other, other podcasts. podcasts. Drew, how you doing today? I'm so f***ing pumped, Jordan. I'm throwing F-bombs already. Let's go. Just want to remind everybody that some people said they didn't care about this fight this Saturday, no matter what. But here we are, and everybody cares. Everybody cares. Everybody cares. Bump, bump. I fit
1: so good. Come on, so baby, because it hurts so good. Trading so camp much. started today. The system. I'm Throwing worried tutties. About that. Throwing Fre- tutties. No, no
0: no, football talk here. It's nah. still July. still July. We're not doing that crap. Let's assume positions Ooh. for the world famous. Two, two Bruce salute. salute. Three, two, two. one. Beep. Ah, there it is. Oh, are we both? Uh, are we? Are we both getting sassy tonight? Sassy. I'm. Uh, I'm having a, a bourbon.
1: Ooh. I popped out the the good stuff. The Cinquero, Cinquero tequila, Ooh. baby.
0: Ooh. Now, why didn't you bust that out when I was there? Back what do you in mean... like December or whenever it was. When were you here? December or whenever that was. Last like two Junes ago. Last time, last time I'm, I'm you were sick. here, I'm sick of your crap. Last time, you, last time you
1: were here was better. Be of Joe Smith, bro. Well,
0: when, when when was that?
1: That was was that last June? February? No, that was like last June. It was a summer. I November? think it was. Remember? It was last June, and or maybe two Junes ago. No, last June, and we were at the bar the night before the fight doing shots of Jackal over the place, which is why we didn't do any shots of tequila. And then you gave everybody COVID the next day, so we didn't drink that night. You were just breaking breaking sweats all over the place. I, not one piece of that sounded accurate. That was 100% accurate. You, gave, you passed that lethal pathogen on to me. Um, everyone that I care about in this world pa- passes this damn thing on to me, and I never passed it on to anybody.
0: So... I'm Ugh. having a, a wild turkey 101. Let's ride, love it.
1: But oh, it's dear. here,
0: Spence Crawford. Crawford. Not your pickleball career. It's not that. Uh, uh, oh,
1: don't get left behind. But before we get into that, <laughs> come on, get to the chorus get to the chorus. (laughs) The
0: The monster.
1: monster. Oh, baby. We are recording on Wednesday. Yesterday morning. The fight. The fight this week that I was more excited about. I still think that's true. Nanyo Inoue moves up to 122 in Japan to... (laughs) Pardon me.
0: Woo! (laughs) <laughs> a great great belch thank you thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> in his first fight at 122 no tune-up takes on the number one cat in that division unified super band i think it's super ban- to weight um world champion steven Coolboy fulton uh, out of when, when, Philadelphia, when, when, Pennsylvania. Where did, the,
0: where did the nickname "Scooter" come from? All of a sudden. I don't know. I don't
1: know. I don't know what the scooter thing I, I is. I love in
0: boxing; they just like pop up, like "Scooter, go get him, Scooter!" I'm like, Wait a <laughs> minute, hold
1: on. I don't. I don't know when that started. I always just thought. I. I just always thought it was Cool Boy, but um, uh, yeah. So, wow, right? Uh, first we got to watch. I you you missed my man Robezi in the uh, in the co-main. Just, I was in the shower absolutely like a hot, absolutely just shower peppered a guy five inches taller than him with uppercut after uppercut to the point where finally the guy just started pouring blood out of his mouth and his nose uh it was it was ugly um oh i'm all over the place and then we got the main course so i was i was i you texted i remember you texted me like you got the cards i'm like i was made for this moment yes i have the cards then they do the ring walks, and I'm like, I, I lied. I'm not made for this moment. I'm not made. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm literally nervous as hell. And I, I, I didn't really, I didn't, I, I like both guys. Didn't so anticipate like,
0: that, huh? Yeah,
1: because I didn't like. I was like, I don't really care who wins. Like, I'm, be, I, I will, I'll be fine either way. Like, I'm gonna, I'm rooting for Cool Boy because he's from Philly, and it'd be pretty cool. But man, I just got nervous. Did the cards? I got through it okay. Thought that got those some were twe-
0: honestly some of your better cards. You took, you took my lead, and you added like a lot of flavor and description in there. It well, was, my fit, fi- yeah.
1: So. In a way, completely, completely decimates. Is that? A, I don't even know if that's the right. I can't even think of a more appropriate word. Decimates, Fulton. Uh,
0: Obliterated. Obliterates.
1: Dominated. From from the from the very get-go, you know, there was about I don't know. Let's just call it 15 seconds in this fight, where the guys they seem to be feeling each other out in the first round, testing for range. And immediately, in a way, closes the gap as the smaller fighter, and lays a clean pot belly shot on Cool Boy. You could just hear, hear the thud, and from that moment on, he just he owned Fulton. I don't know if it was. Now I remember we were talking about this after the fight. I said I don't I don't know if he just felt the power in that shot. And you brought up a great point. Maybe it was just the quickness. I, I
0: think it was the speed, the speed and quickness. Because yeah. one thing I noticed, which just pissed me off. And I, I didn't have a chance to go back and look at Steph's uh, previous fights uh, after the fight. I did I did leading into the fight to do the research. Yeah. but like in this fight, his stance was just so aggressively wide like, yeah when you when was... you' when your stance is that wide and it, the front leg was just cocked straight. And, and and he was leaning back. So when you have a wide stance, your front leg is sticking straight out, and you're leaning back. He's just trying lean to – Lean back.
1: Uh, lean back. If We had a sound guy.
0: He's just trying to keep, in a way, a distance. Yeah. And and that was like – he's like, all right, manage the distance here. And he was posing, and before he could even flinch, in a way, shot the power jab to the belly yeah. and was, was in range, out of range before – Steph could even flinch, and I think at that point he was like, "Ah, fuck."
1: Yeah, and I mean a lot of there was a lot of talk leading up to the fight between, you know, some 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 drug allegations by Fake Lou, who's now back backpedaled those uh, shockingly the last twenty four hours, um, and then the uh, the day before, so we we did our preview last Thursday, but the day before the fight, it, uh, Fulton's trainer was talking about. Uh, you know, in a way, needs to change the way he wraps his hands. He can't put tape before the gauze and then tape, and and and, and even though it's legal, whatever in a way does. He ba- he was like, "Fuck it, all right, cool, i ra- whatever you want me to do. I'll wrap it." And man, maybe that pissed him off. I I don't know, but it, he just he he just pep was peppering Fulton with with combinations with jab. Like he he Fulton has a really good jab. Like we talked about it last week, whether he's using it as a rangefinder. Or he's using it to add to get points, um, you know, breaking distance. In, in a way, in a way, Al jabbed him. This is it was insane. It was.
0: He I, out jabbed I, him. He fought he had everything. Resistance. He wanted yeah. Yeah, everything, everything.
1: Lot of lot of consistent work to the body, and like uh, you could feel the punches. Like Fulton, the, the Fulton, Fulton landed nine punches in the first three rounds. It, it was insane, and he only threw thirty which is, you know, if you go and watch the Figueroa fight, I mean, they're just throwing punch after punch after punch after punch. Um, and in a way, through the, you know, through the first... So it's, it's you know, Fulton was 3 three for 22, 3 for 17, 4 for 32. Sorry, I, sorry, sorry, those were the power punches. So, but yeah, 3 for 22, 3 for 17, 4 for 32. Finally gets up to 8 out of 41 in round 4. 7 for 33 in round 5. And then, uh, eight for 35 in round six. And in his best, best round, 13 out of 38. Um, and in a way, 11 for 28, 15 out of 44, 18 out of 57, 11 out of 60, 19 out of 59, 19 out of 61. Round seven, eight out of 44. So I, I you know, I actually can see why some people gave in a or gave Fulton the seventh round, even though I don't think some of those shots were really landing. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and then 13 shots in the uh, in the eighth and final round where he gets the KO, 11 power shots, uh, which were just insane. Um, yeah, and we kept saying like, I, I think by by the sec- midway through the second round, in a way, he just knew he had him to the point. Remember, remember, there was a part where um, Fulton Fulton threw at him, came nowhere near him, in a way, got out of the way, and just started like. Doing the Hulk Hogan, co- Wa- like waving him in there. Doing the whole, doing yeah, it looks like the Hulk Hogan thing with the ear to the thing. She just basically like, come on, come on, man, let's go. You want to go? Um, Fulton could not get in the trenches with him, which I I, I guess was probably pretty smart the way Inouye was throwing. And Inouye just catches him, hits him with a belly, a belly to the, a belly shot with his left hand. Gets him with the right that just hurts. Hurts Fulton. Fulton almost stumbles down. His his glove might. I still don't know if his glove actually touched the mat. I don't know if we got an angle to see if that did happen. It
0: didn't look like it on the on the clearest angle we had. Yeah, I, I and I agree. And as it was, as, it was a little bit um, immaculate reception esque. Yeah. little bit though. And as he's as
1: he's and, and as he's going down, Inouye was just able to catch him back with the with the left hand and completely cold. I thought he knocked him out. Inouye was ran to the turnbuckle turnbike buckle like the Ultimate Warrior. Ready to celebrate because the way Fulton fell through the ropes, it looked like he was out cold. Gets back up and, in a way, just the predator that he is peppers him. I initially thought it was a it was a an early stoppage. They could have let um, Fulton go a little more, but then watching it in slow mo, like in a way, hits him with a just with a straight straight left hand to crumpled right him. right in between the um, the eyes. That yeah, crumbled him. It was it
0: was the right stoppage. It was the right thing to do. Um, I I'll say you know. I, I, once again, I mean I didn't have the round. I had it round ten. This was round eight. But yeah, you called it. You called. You called knockout and the under. You called it. And I and, <laughs> the way I said it, I said Fulton moving straight back doesn't keep his left hand up on on this uh, in the defensive position good enough. Yeah. He's in the in a way right is going to be there eventually, and it was. Yeah. And and in it was. a way, and, so, it, and
1: and and in a way keeps his hands down a so, little bit too. What? Boop. It was a boop. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> boop. Um, yeah. And in a way, in a even even some things that inaway does, like he keeps his hands down a little bit, and he could be getting he could get caught, but the, he cleaned the, that the up. The most
0: frustrating thing for me for Fulton was like what I wanted to see him do was okay, shorten up that that wide base. That I don't yeah. know why you felt like you needed to do that. It was all, he was off
1: balance the whole fight
0: and. The left hand uppercut and left hand to the body. Every time Fulton came in, or I'm sorry, every time Inouye came in with the right, the left left to the body was open. Now, it it would have taken some guts to, to do it, but again, this is why Nanito Donaire in the second fight did what he did. He said, look, I can wait around and wait for him to break me down, or I could try and land a big one early yep. to change the complexion of the fight. He tried to – it's exactly what, what Denair did. He tried to come in and change the complexion of the fight, Eight one, and it was over in two rounds. Okay, fine. You could try to go defensive like Fulton tried to, and then he'll just break you down and knock you out in the eighth instead of the second because, you know, you're being a little bit more defensive. But your best – against, in a way, it's clear at this point that your best defense has to be offense – obviously easier said than done because you have to somehow outbox and outslug the monster which doesn't seem possible at this point but somebody has that's somebody's you need to try and find a way to do that <laughs> and it looks like maybe left to the body le- plus left uppercut like one of those mike tyson like yeah. body uppercut combos maybe is like your best bet but i i, I I mean, it's a pure yeah. conjecture on my part. It looked like it looked like it may have been <laughs> there Listen, a couple he was, times, but he was
1: he was fast, strong,
0: and sharp. I, you're, you're you're taken on fire though when <laughs> like when you do that, so but you gotta do something.
1: I I, I got and I I, I I I was surprised that it it he didn't Fulton didn't go down earlier. Not even not even getting hurt, but again, just to your point, like his stance and just it seems like every time In a way hit him, he was like crossing his feet and going backwards. Um man I mean he just completely just completely dismantled a guy at one so he's, he's now a four weight champion dismantles the best there at the end of the fight I forget this other loser who guy had no interest in unifying with Fulton or um or Figueroa before now, he he ends up he's in Japan and he's ready he's ready to unify now apparently because they'll get the big payday with Inoue. Uh, Inoue is going to knock that dude out in three rounds, um, and he's going to be undisputed. If if Crawford doesn't get it done Saturday, Inoue will be the first legitimate uh, two time undisputed champion in the four belt era. Uh, despite what what team team Drunkos in the Lopez camp think that they are, but man, uh, sensational! I I. I I had trouble putting Inaway at number one on pound for pound just because it's tough with the smaller guys. I there's no that's not, not that it matters. I love everyone arguing over the pound for pound uh, subject. Everyone's like, no, everyone talks about how they don't care about pound for pound, blah blah blah. But then they get they get so worked up when people like actually like p- like put them out. It's speaking of which, we're
0: gonna have to put ours out next week. Yeah, a- after this. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: Inaway's there. It, it, everyone, the, it's so funny people argue. To, oh, whoever wins this this Saturday, is taking it over. Like I I don't think so. Crawford maybe like Arrow Spence win or, win or lose for Spence like Spence has been at one way class like that's not what like, that's not what pound for pound is like I you need to show that you can go up multiple eh,
0: that's that's what that's uh, I well debatable debatable
1: before. yeah debatable but that's fine uh in weighs Ina way's the best like I said he just cleans out one eighteen and then goes immediately up to one twenty two and destroys destroys the best guy there um got yeah, it hats off to to cool boy he did not have to. You know, they, they wanted – his promoter wanted him to move up to 126 for a rematch with Figueroa for a belt there. Uh, once, in a way, vacated the titles and was coming up, he You know, he said, no, 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 let's make – and they, they had interest in making the fight. He said, no, this is what I want to do, whether it was for the pay – I don't even know what – I don't know what the, the payouts were, um, but why – do,
0: Why do I feel like I heard the $5 million mark floated out there before? For Cool, for cool Boy. I, or I, – I, I... Yeah, that's what I. That's I feel. yeah. He'll
1: he'll never make that money. Yeah, he, I, at the he light, might not. He he, might not, he Yeah, he may not make that money the rest of his career. So like that was a no brainer for one. Uh, but yeah, listen. I, and he wanted he wanted to test himself against you know against a pound for pound like that beating in away would would you know put him into you know top top tier. Say he was he was right there at number ten on my pound for pound anyway. But yeah, like so again. There's no hating. I think and I think the people people that are on Twitter right now saying, "Oh, well, this is why guys don't take chances because people are shitting on Cool Boy." I don't really think, and I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if I've been doing. I've been mixed with this new Twitter thing. I don't know if I'm on our account or my own account. I don't really think anybody's trashing Fulton. Everybody is just trolling the crowd, the anti-inaway crowd that just calling him a hype job and oh, he never fought anybody. People that don't actually watch his fights, like Clarissa, Clarissa-, Clarissa Shields, who's like started to really annoy me lately on Twitter. Um, she because was talking. She now? Yeah. Like, she, well, cause I don't really, I don't, she rarely ever shows up on my feed. But she was, she was chiming in on when they were showing the hand wrap thing. It's like, shut up. Like, are we serious with the hand wrap thing? Like, this has never become an issue before. Now we're just trying to, like, put all this shit out here that, in a way, is, like, getting unfair advantages. Um, and, uh, I'm just like, it's, it's, it's like, the it's the, and then she, then she admits that after the fight, she's like, oh, Inouye's great. I've never, to be honest, I've only ever watched highlights of him. It's like, so why are you even commenting on the fight? Like beforehand, like if you, if you didn't even watch the guy, but it's people that were just calling him a hype job when that was complete nonsense. And you know, Twitter, I forget the words you use about how the boxing, boxing fans are split up. But uh, yeah, like people that just have an agenda against Inouye or whether it's just PBC stands, whatever it is, that's what people are like. Trolling about—it's not people putting down Stephen Fulton at all. So um, I did not
0: see anybody put down Fulton.
1: No, no, that's that's just the thing. Now people are doing it's like yeah, like nobody nobody's doing that. People are just making fun of the people that said Inoue was trash. That was pretty much it. And that was and now people are trying to act like oh that's people aren't saying that. I'm like are you are you on Twitter? I was like <laughs> I'm yeah. like the, th- the three most trashed fighters on Twitter are Inoue, Loma, and Crawford. So I, I don't I don't know which and I guess Canelo probably gets a bunch of shit too but uh, well
0: Canelo gets equal amounts of love and shit but I'd yeah say, I I'd agree say those three you said are, are correct
1: yeah so um but yeah great fight can't wait uh you know well it's funny because the PPC stands are like well now he's got to fight Tank <laughs> so, so now in a way Tank ta- yeah we're, we're we're Tank fans like I don't care if anyone believes us or not because we're two white guys but like we love Tank um but to say like Tank I saw somebody say. Uh, well, if anyone anyway wants to chase greatness, so why, why not fight Tank? It's only 13 pounds. And somebody was only like, 13.
0: "That's again, that's somebody who's like new to boxing." Yeah, o- and somebody And somebody was There's like, "Only like three other yeah. weight classes up."
1: Yeah, and somebody. <laughs> yeah, and he and he came from like 112. By the way, 108. Oh, 108. Okay. And somebody and is somebody else. This up, fourth, is
0: this fourth yeah. weight class.
1: Yeah, and that same person. Somebody was like, "So does Tank ever have to chase greatness?" And he's like, "He just did in his last fight." <laughs> It's like, wait, so Tank, so Tank, so Tank, by fighting at his own weight, bringing a guy down at a catch weight with a rehydration clause—that was chasing greatness. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like Tank does even Tank's not even a world champion at at that at the weight class that he's in. Like he's got a he's got a he's got a fake belt. Like okay, get out of here. And again, we love Tank. We are Tank fans. But anybody that's sitting there saying that shit that Tank dares to be great, stop. And the fact that he's probably gonna fight if, if he if he fights if he fights fucking Colbert if that's his next fight I may not be a tank fan I will be so livid that that's the fight that they make I'd rather him fight Frank Martin I, I, even if he destroyed Martin in two rounds like I Chris Colbert like he's gonna bring another guy up two weight classes a guy who's not even a guy who's already lost... who who got who got absolutely destroyed two fights before and won a
0: controversial decision in his last fight are we is this what we're doing. I don't know, but uh, anyway it brings it brings up a question of where does in a way go from here and there's been a lot of people yeah. talking about this. Um, you know, one twenty six there's some there's some fights to be made.
1: I think he kill everybody there. And you know you know there's I,
0: I think I think he does. I think I, I think he does kill everyone there. I'd say the the fight to be made say at one twenty six. Say, say
1: it, say it. Bring him down. Bring him down. It's not the same guy you're thinking of. Oh.
0: Mauricio Bronco Lara.
1: Oh no, I thought I thought we were gonna say bring uh, El term L El- L down.
0: No, well, <laughs> no, no. So, so I'm not done. Current now.
1: guys, current guys, you mean? I'm not
0: yeah. current. Yeah, 126. Yeah, I, I, okay. If Bronco Lara would that would just be that fight would not last. That would not, <laughs> that would not make it to the sixth round. No, but, I I,
1: th- I think he de- I think he would destroy Lara. I, but, I yeah. do
0: too, but it's gonna take somebody like that who has the balls. To, to Wood, would
1: be, Wood would be a fun fight because Wood's got Wood, – Wood's, Wood's, Wood's like that too. Yeah, Wood's got a
0: every, – every And, and f- he could jab. Yeah,
1: every fight except for the Warrington fight because Warrington would just headbutt him would be um, a barn burner at 126.
0: And, and the question will always be – and he already answered the question here at 122. But the question will always be will the, will the, the, power, the translate. power translate up to the next weight. So at 126, yeah. say the power doesn't translate to the next 126. Could Lara eventually get, to get inside and, and, uh, and start to touch him up? I, I doubt it. Yeah. But so say he clears out 126 and he
1: goes to 130. <laughs> nah, that's nah, too much. A,
0: he's five foot five. The same height as Tank. tank Tank's yeah. at 135. Much
1: smaller frame though.
0: T- much smaller frame. Yeah. Tank Tank is is much stockier. Yeah. So, okay. So say he, he goes to think, 130. I th- I so then we're talking about Valdez. Valdez Consey uh, so. can, can say so Navarrete. Navarrete. Now we're talking about some Big, serious hitters. Serious, serious yeah. fights. I well I, who knows. I, and and never and In thirty, so it's like yeah. it's gotta happen quick.
1: Yeah, and, and we're and gonna see we're 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 gonna see if, if Navarrete beats Valdez, I I would favor Navarrete over Inouye. We're, uh, eventually, if, 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 if his... Wait, wait, you would favor Navarrete? Over Inouye?
0: Yeah.
1: If he beats Valdez... Like, I expect him to lose to Valdez. I really yeah. do. I mean, because, that, because at some point... We, we almost saw his lack of conditioning, his lack of technical expertise cost him that fight against What's-His-Face, the other dude, L- which... Yeah, a and, over- and quite, quite honestly, he probably lost... He got some very preferential treatment on his 10 count. Whether or not the mouthpiece came out or not,
0: um, it wasn't the thirty seconds people said, but yeah, it was, it yeah. was definitely. And, and also,
1: and let's not, and let's it not, was way know, lenient. And also, let's not get crazy. He also should have gotten a five minute rest anyway because he got punched while he was down on the campus uh, and because his glove was down like that, and that was a miss by the the yeah. ref. So we'll wash that out. If anybody's gonna beat him, if Val- Valdez is a very technically sound boxer, who again we saw that's how he beat. Um, What's his face? Who? Who's Burchell. always? Yeah, Burchell. If 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 not if that if if he's not if if is over to overcome Valdez, then I would favor him because then I'm like, hey, just
0: it's not gonna matter. He's just not gonna
1: lose. <laughs> he's just not gonna lose. So,
0: but it he's he's a little bit in like early Loma territory where like there's he's just running out of guys in the, yeah. like all of the weight classes around him to fight. I mean, I think people are calling for. A, well, Bam Rodriguez is down to one eighteen again, right?
1: I think he went down to one twelve. He's fighting. Oh, I think. Oh, I think okay. isn't. I think he's fighting Sonny Edwards at one twelve.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, it's just he, 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 and he would whitewash nobody, Bam. He no would he'd whitewash Bam, and Bam's great, and Bam's awesome, and Bam
1: is awesome. He
0: whitewash there's, him. There's nobody around for him to fight. He's got. He's got. To he's just, too good. He's got to just keep going up. It, it's. But here's the thing. I wonder what like,
1: his walking uh, walking around weight is.
0: You know, it's it can't be it's got to be like 130 like it can't be that much um, but he he did tweet out today that his entire body was achingly sore and he couldn't even stand up that that's what in a way said now that sounds like a little bit of cap uh you know if we're going to keep using that phrase but um he, he's a little bit in, in early loma territory where they're just not like he's just searching for people to fight and it, we'll see if he want Loma was always about greatness. Let me just take the next big challenge. Next big challenge. Yeah. he was getting guys to quit on the stool. That was that was an insane run. Yeah, four straight. Um, th- but in a way, it's kind of like getting to that territory of yeah. like you gotta find somebody. to keep moving up, I guess. Like Loma was a natural. What one? One twenty six. And eventually made it up to one thirty five. Yeah just trying to search for people. Yeah. I thought Loma well, was b- below 126, wasn't he when he first nah, came he, up?
1: Nah, he came in at 126. Oh, okay. But remember, he started he started fighting at like 25, 26 cuz he went to he did the 2 Olympics.
0: Yeah. So, and, he, and he was already
1: so he was already at like his natural weight. Yeah, where he was yeah, gonna gotcha. fight, so. But let's not. I don't want to. Let's 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 not let's not get the low sexual ness out
0: because people are start
1: yelling. Ah, you guys gotta bring a Loma. with anyway, Loma. You guys take Loma as
0: it's like okay. What a, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I just again gotta find somebody to fight. And, and yeah, may, maybe he's already thirty. Maybe he's like you know what? Uh, uh, give me like five more fights in my career and I'm done. Yeah. Which would honestly be not crazy. Well, and he makes
1: and he makes crazy bank over in Japan, right? Like. He well, probably a got ten. Mi-
0: a couple. Well, I don't know. See, I don't know. I well, see- Fulton
1: got five, then he got ten. I mean, he
0: got he got. I don't know line. if those numbers are accurate. I'm, I'm just saying. I thought I heard somebody say that, but
1: let I don't me, know. Let if- me let me half-ass I, internet research. I, I, I just
0: half-ass internet research when you were talking earlier, and I couldn't find it. it. It looked like the last couple fights, he's made a couple million bucks per fight. Fulton, hmm. uh, in a way, um, but um, let me ask you this. Yeah. To, there's there's two things. Uh, let me uh, uh, let me phrase it this way, and I'll and, I'll, and then I'll give my answer. Okay. What what scenario or scenarios can you see that would knock in a way, out of the number one pound for pound slot? Say that again. What's wh- like what scenario, what event or outcome or scenarios or whatever could take place? That would knock Inouye out of the number one pound per pound slot.
1: If Crawford stops Spence in the first seven rounds of the fight. That's it for me.
0: I was gonna say in the first three rounds of the fight, if Crawford stops Spence.
1: Yeah, I'll give it seven.
0: Give it seven? Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. He's the top he's the he's the top dog and he's never you know he's undefeated. Like I, like yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think three. I don't think I don't think. I'm, maybe maybe I'm just hedging. But yeah, I, I think if he if he stops him in before the championship rounds, and again that's because Crawford Crawford is a is a three weight champ. Like he's he's gone up the he's gone up the weight classes. He's one he, world he, title at
0: that point. He'd be the first ever undisputed two weight classes and yeah. knocking out a consensus top four. He might.
1: I think count. I don't I don't know. There's ever been an undisputed 147. In the four belt hour, either. So he's going to be, he would be, and, and 147 welterweight is like the, you know, that's bo, that's like the sexy boxing weight. Yeah. Um, and he would do, yeah, nobody's, yeah, and that's it. And again, for me, and again, for me, me, pound for pound is, you know, th- the purpose of pound for pound is their skills would translate diff- uh, going up and down weight classes. So, like, to me, guys that actually have done that and shown it get more get more points than guys who, you know, hypothetically, you know, oh, this guy would do this, this guy would do that. Well, we haven't seen them do it, so until they do, like, they, I'll put them on, like, Aspen's... Back, and-
0: back in the day, it used to be more of a hypothetical, and, yeah, and over far. time it has become more of a literal guys moving up and down. Yeah, so that's
1: fine. Um, but that would be it. And they, nothing Usyk would do against uh, Dubois. I was going to say, unless... The only other thing would be if Usyk fights Fury in December, and which won't happen anyway and he beats fury then i would put i think i would, there it is that's well, yeah, what i was yeah. getting to yeah, if, if he beats if he beats fury
0: if usyk fights fury and ko's fury
1: i don't even think he has to ko him i think he has to
0: beat him uh, uh it depends if it's if it's a close fight i'm still giving it to the monster i mean
1: we're now we would we would now be talking about usyk giving up like 60 pounds to a guy in the ring cuz U- usyk usyk's going to be
0: yeah. All right. It, it, cool. <laughs> it, well, I'm just saying it depends on how it went down. Yeah.
1: I. That's fine. I. I. To me. For me. If Usyk just beat him, I if think it that was. If it was utter domination,
0: like if if Crawford did to Spence what Inouye just did to Fulton, then I I'd say I gotta give it to Crawford. Yeah. If, it's, fair? it's fair. If if Um Usyk did to Fury what Fulton or what Inouye just did to Fulton. Yeah, I guess I gotta give that to to, to Usyk, huh? I, if he if, if was... he beats Fury, yeah, I mean because he's he's gonna end up
1: he'll end up being a guy who's probably probably naturally 200 pounds,
0: beating ha- having gone to heavyweight. Beating hey, go, go go back and look at our social media. You can see me next to Usyk. Like, oh yeah, there's yeah. not there's not a huge yeah. I mean, I'm six foot two hundred yeah. pounds. There's not a huge like size disparity between me and Usyk. Yeah, I mean,
1: given up given up thirty almost thirty pounds to AJ and
0: beating him twice,
1: and then we'll we'll realistically be giving up fifty to sixty pounds on Tyson
0: Fury. You know what, I'm being it. harsh on myself. I'm six foot one ninety-five. I I got I I gotta, I'm not that heavy. I got to give myself that five pound cushion. All right. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, and he was I'm probably felt and sexy. And he yeah he and he was probably down weight when he was with,
1: next to you too because he was probably not tra- Yeah. You know, he just he had just won so he was probably out of like the training and getting bulked up. Uh, yeah. So. But yeah, man. Uh. I got nothing else on anyway. Fulton. I. Let's Even, get
0: let's it, let's get into this this week's card. Well, as you say,
1: real, and then real quick, uh, Cambosis beats uh, uh, Maxi Hughes. Uh, controversial decision. I thought Maxi Hughes won the fight. I think yeah, that was everybody did yeah, except I for mean, Teddy Atlas, who thought it was potential. It, it could have gone either way. <laughs> um, Keyshawn wins, doesn't get the stoppage uh, again, and people are like, "Oh, you Keyshawn lovers." It's like there's a big, which is all just you know PPC guys. Like, listen, there's a difference between Frank Martin needing to win the last three rounds of a fight to win a fight, and Keyshawn winning all ten rounds and scoring a knockdown uh, against a guy with 30 professional fights versus and just not getting a stoppage. Like, let's right, come on. Like, can we can we stop being asshole? They need to start like charging people.
0: To, to go on Twitter. That's kind of where I'm at now. If you can't afford... can't aff- stance, the, the closest I found was was Carson Merck was on Porterway this week and he was like, look, he's like, this is cut both ways. He's like, people are both, like, cutting too much on Keyshawn. Like, look, like, try and find Sean Porter's ninth fight ever. Like, you can't even find it, let alone, yeah. like, let alone he's fighting a guy with 30 fights and yes. winning every round and knocking a guy down. Like yes. He's like, you got to keep that in perspective. He said, conversely, you know, people are, are hyping up Keyshawn to be this otherworldly prospect. And it's like, all right, well, maybe he will be, but like right now he only, he's only nine fights in. That's the fairest assessment I've heard out there. And that's true. Yeah, I I just Fun, again, I don't but, think, but I don't I I don't know I didn't listen, but like was he saying the same thing about Frank Martin when Frank Marlin squeaked out Frank Martin's squeaked I out a victory? Uh, well, and, and I a, mean Fra- and,
1: and I mean Frank Frank Martin's almost thirty years old. <laughs> he's, not, yeah. he's yeah, and I would, I'll say this, but that the fact that Keyshawn at twenty three is fighting guys like that in his ninth professional fight and like just you know sweeping round like, just sweeping fights is why I think he is this next world prospect because. People yeah, people I don't agree. do people don't do that. Like people like Hany's the same age right now as as uh, as Keyshawn I think. And yeah. go go look at like Haney, like Haney didn't. I don't think Haney even fought like an eight round fight until he was like seventeen, like 16, 17 fights in, maybe even twenty. Like you know he was he was he was fighting like no names in Mexican bars early to start like getting himself built up. Like it's just not. Yeah. Yeah, which but, I
0: mean, I, again, is just another reason why like. I probably like Haney more than you do, cause like I just, I just love that. Like he's. I don't,
1: I don't, I don't dislike, I don't dislike Devin at all. Like I, I don't. That's I, I, wait, wait, I it's, Yeah. I, I know you don't. I'm just yeah. saying, like. You might, yeah, maybe you like him more than me.
0: Well, again, cause like he's I just, 23, yeah. like, 24, and look at everything he's accomplished oh, already. Oh, I and agree. And he's taking on all the challenges. Like I, I, I just, yeah, yeah. I agree. Again,
1: I, I'm not calling him a ducker or anything, and um, yeah. You know, if, right, if Yeah. Anyway, let's go to, let's go to Crawford. Finally! Errol Spence. Terrence Crawford. Four titles.
0: One winner. It's all on the line.
1: In Vegas.
0: Aye, aye, aye. (laughs)
1: For four years, five years, we've talked about it. It's been everybody's fight that they want to see. It's finally, finally happening
0: the rubber meets the road yes a rock and a hard place an immovable object versus an unstoppable force force. you take it away drew i don't know i don't know
1: let's 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 get easy we're not we're not bullshitting with other sports right like no one gives a shit about the british open um
0: (laughs) if we go for an hour on boxing
1: so (laughs) be it terrence bud crawford 39 and 0, 30 knockouts, 35 years old, stands at five foot eight inches with a 74 inch reach, which is still Freakish. Just insane. Freakish. Southpaw fighting out of Omaha, Nebraska. He is the WBO welterweight champion. He will be facing Errol the Truth Spence Jr. 28-0, 22 knockouts. 33 years old, also fights a southpaw, 5'9 and a half with a 72-inch reach, fighting out of DeSoto, Texas. He is the current IBF, the current WBA, the current WBC world welterweight champion. Let's get it on.
0: Errol Spence.
1: Um... Yeah, we've talked we we've talked about this fight so much over the last three years. Whether it's fantasy booking, if we can make one fight happen, what would we want to see? Spence Crawford. It almost happened. We got to well, yeah, you we we got super excited when it was reported a done deal for November. Done deal, done deal, done deal. You were all trying to book flights and hotels out there. I'm like, bro, it's nothing signed. Like, let's pump the brakes. And then it then it pumps out that up. Oh, yep, no go. Deal fell through. Crawford's fighting in Omaha in uh, on BLK Prime in December. Spence Spence holding the bag, and then finally, couple couple months uh, ago, it just out of nowhere breaks on uh, on Twitter. Spence puts up the uh, the Aquaman with the trident and the shark on top of it graphic on his Instagram. Uh, Spence has the shark smoking the bud, and the fight gets made, man. Pretty pretty awesome stuff, and they both they're both getting. ridiculously high paydays so for everybody uh that was on bud that he was never gonna get get the money that he wanted for that jokes on you because he he knew what he was worth that he held out till he got what he wanted uh you know i think fans you know kudos to davis and garcia because you know we they showed everybody like listen if the best fight the best people will pay for it like it that's all you gotta do is just fight top guys and people will pay to see you fight top guys um you know, we had to deal you know I guess back in you know, I guess the most famous thing is, you know, as soon as Crawford moved up to one forty seven, he wanted to fight Spence, Spence was like, Oh, go get a belt. So he beats he decimates Joe Horn, gets the title. Then it was, Oh, well, you're on the wrong side of the street. He's like, All right, cool. Well so Spence just goes through, beats uh, beats Sean Porter, then beats Ugas, gets his three belts, and now we're ready to roll. That's kinda what led us what led us here. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm just uh, I'm I'm all over the place. Where I wanna how I wanna do it. I think that it's gonna be an interesting fight because both guys. I think that the consensus is Errol, Errol Spence has a much higher work rate.
0: Did you read Spence's um height and and reach? yeah. Yeah, oh, five, okay. my, five. My bad, I missed yeah, that.
1: 5'9", five nine. So he's got five nine and a half. He's probably five ten. Yeah, probably five ten. So he's probably he's got about an inch and a half on Bud, but Bud's got a two inch reach advantage, which is, again, yep. again, just insane to think about. Um, but Spaya yeah, Spence is a busy. He's a busy fighter. Uh, a lot of very technically sound. Throws a lot of jabs. Um, likes to fight inside. Very much a body body head or head body body kind of guy when he's fighting fighting in there. Um. And Bud is kind of the exact opposite. He's more of a, he's lower volume, and not not Canelo tank lower like low volume, but low volume. He's worked a little higher work rate against Avinessian in December, but I mean whatever. And he's just very got a very unorthodox style where he'll switch back and forth between southpaw and orthodox, and. And he's got he he he's got this weird like up jab that he uses um, that's very effective, and I, I've said this for three years, he has I I've never seen anybody throw more accurate looping shots.
0: The looping shots. that have
1: no insane. they just have no business landing, and he just is so accurate with these things, man. Um, and again, it's having those long. I mean, his arms are just, it's just so insanely long. Maybe that's what it is. And I mean, to me, the the most defining thing about Bud is and this isn't like a knock on Errol. I'm not saying Errol doesn't have it, but man, Crawford just has that Mamba mentality, killer instinct in him. That when he hurts you, and he smells blood in the water, man, it's over. Like you get hurt, you're like you're not. It's like in a way, you're you are not surviving. You are not surviving around. He is gonna take you out, and there's just nothing, um, nothing you can do about it. In fact, he. <laughs> You know what his, Do you know what his knockout rate is at welterweight?
0: Uh, Bud. Yep, Bud Crawford, a hundred percent.
1: Hundred percent. So seven knockouts. Yes, I've,
0: been, I've been saying that. I know, like I, every I, time I, we talk I, about it, I was
1: I was leading. I was just I was giving you a leading question for you to hit a home run on. Huh? All okay. right. <laughs> okay. So he's seven for seven knockouts in welterweight. Eight. I thought,
0: ki- I thought it was eight for eight.
1: No, nah, well, that wasn't. Uh, I don't think that was a welterweight fight. The eighth. I think that was his. Uh, what do you call it? I think that was his. Um, Undisputed. Yeah. Super, super light, uh, Welter or super lightweight was, uh, so he's got eight straight wins by knockout. Um, seven at, at Welter. Uh, Spence, uh, Spence's two of his last three fights have gone to the cards. Uh, and then he did, he did get a stoppage on Ugas. <sighs> a couple, you know, Errol, Errol's going to win this. And I, you, chime in anytime, stop me because I'll keep going. But like, Errol's gonna win this fight being Errol. You know, busy, get points, get up on the cards. Um, again, work your jab. If you can if you can get Bud caught caught on the ropes or caught on the um it's kinda similar to Fulton we talked about. Uh caught caught on the ropes or caught in the corner, you know, work the body. <coughs> um and for for Bud, Bud ne- but to me, Bud, Bud needs to be active. He can't he cannot afford to pull a Loma or pull like a a, a uh, what do you call it a tank or a Canelo and potentially just give away early rounds just by not throwing, um, he needs to he needs to find a way to be active and land land clear effective punches to where there can't be any chicanery going on on the cards. And the biggest the biggest thing for me that Bud will have to me have an advantage on is. Well, I think I what did I I compare I, I compared these guys to Kobe and LeBron last week, where I feel like Bud's kind of got that is more like a Kobe and uh, Errol is more like a LeBron. The one the one deficiency I think Spence has, and watching watching him fight Porter and watching him fight Danny Garcia, I didn't even look at the Ugas fight because I just Ugas I don't I still don't know what the hell Ugas was doing in there. Um, but even where he hurt Spence, this kind of is what happened. He's not very def- when he gets into the clinch, like in the in the inside, where he where he is an excellent inside fighter. He he is not very defensively responsible, in my opinion. I think he leaves himself wide open for overhands and hooks to be coming to be coming from the side. Which to me, that's that's where Br- or where Bud uh, Bud or Bud's uh ah, Bud's bread gets buttered. <laughs> um,
0: Bud's bread gets buttered. It's buttered. Bru- oh Bud's bread. Oh, I think yeah. we got the title.
1: Yeah, and to me if if Bud is going to win by a stoppage, that's it's going to be when Spence's Spence's going to get a little too comfortable on the inside, he gets a quick a quick twitch out and just hits him with some just a powerful looping looping right or looping left that buzzes Spence and then he just goes goes and, and gets him. Um All right, So
0: so I'm jumping in. Here. Yeah, jump, jump, jump. Jump, so- jump. So I will say that, you know, I've been doing a ton of not, not only watching previous fights. You've but been just, in the film room. Uh, that, but other people's analysis, too. There's and, and I'll give a hat tip to Chris Algieri and, and Dan Canobio. I haven't watched that yet. The, the YouTube clip they put out in the ring where, where Chris Algieri is trying to break down the footwork and, and, and the, the strategies. Great job by them. Ant with two T's on the Porter way. Gave also a fantastic breakdown. I'm not gonna sit here and repeat those, but I'm I'm just gonna add to it. Both guys, you know, this this is the way to think of it. Errol Spence is is like, he's almost like a Rocky. He's like a boulder. Like he's gonna be there in the pocket throwing. But he's a more refined Rocky. He has he has a great jab. He can control distance. And not that he's trying to – he doesn't want – it's weird because he has a usually great jabbers control distance and want to stay at mid-range distance. He actually wants to get to the inside, so he's actually using his jab as a power jab and setting up his hooks and his body work and his and his uppercuts. Errol is, is cha- like you said, changing orthodox or – I'm sorry. Bud. What is my – I keep calling everybody the wrong names tonight.
1: Do we? do we? Did we get the odds on? Spence uh, on Spence Way, anyway, by the way.
0: Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bud switches back and forth from uh orthodox to southpaw. Bud is a heavy hitter. Um, both, and he's just kind of a thudder. Both guys are there to get hit in different spots. Yes. both guys turn it up when they get hit both guys refuse to lose but i say probably takes the edge there a little bit in terms of the competitiveness he has that michael jordan like tom brady weird competitiveness where like he refuses to lose in a staring contest type of thing yeah um does that necessarily translate into a world championship boxing match maybe when we're this close splitting hairs maybe it does um i i um uh, do we do we want to go towards predictions or odds at this point um
1: let's do let's do the odds well here before we do that i don't know i, I texted you this the other day
0: What's your vibe from Crawford? Coming into the fight, or just him in general? Coming into the fight. I think he's just calm. I just can't read him. I, I don't know why. I think he's just calm. I think he's just he's ready. I did. Uh, I uh, think he's ready. I don't.
1: I don't. I don't know when he recorded the interview. Did you see? Or I don't. Oh, I don't think I sent it to you because I didn't want to tag you in some randos' uh, screenshot. He did an interview at some point over the last two months. Maybe it was this week, where. They they asked him about Errol, and he was like he's he was like, listen, I've always had nothing but respect for Earl, and he went on, he's like, and I you know I told you guys like I I don't I don't need to try I don't need to trash him to sell this fight, you know I don't need to embarrass him this and that. He's like, I, I, yeah, I saw you see that? that? Oh, and he, and he ends it with huh, my hands are my hands are gonna do that. Oh, I got I got so pumped. I was like, yeah, that's what a quote. But yeah, I, I I haven't been able to have a rig. And expense seems the same. Um, but yeah, I just I can't get a read on on Bud, but. Let's let's do
0: the let's do the odds. All right, let me get to the odds. Um, the odds for this fight: Errol Spence plus 120, Terence Crawford minus 150. That's as close as you get to a coin flip, right there yeah. in in the boxing world.
1: Yeah. So, like in that instance, do you think Vegas? And because I'm not I'm not a I'm not a huge huge gambler. Do you think Vegas makes yeah, okay. Do you think Vegas makes Crawford the favorite there because they want they think like that's kinda of the the trendy pick, so they they're basically hedging that Errol they think Errol will win, so they want to get more money on the back end. Like what's their thought what do you think their thought process is there? Or am I just reading too much into
0: things? I think you're reading too much into Okay. Alright, I was just curious. I was just curious. Good. Over or under rounds. Uh ten and a half. The over is minus
1: two. I but I I am surprised it's not like like a nine and a half. Just given <laughs> given Crawford's knockout rate and the fact that Errol is just the naturally bigger guy. But over
0: over is you're you're teasing so many of the things I'm going to say. By the way, over I'm sorry, is minus I'm sorry. 270. No, it's yeah. good. Over ten and a half is minus two seventy. Under is plus one ninety. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say this a little bit slowly so everyone could could gather it in. Gather. Gather. Spence by decision plus 225. Spence by stoppage plus 500. Mm Mm-hmm. Draw plus 1,400. Again, usually they're plus 1,800. So slightly more likely for a draw. Crawford by decision, plus 180, which is the most likely of any of this in these scenarios. Crawford by stoppage, plus 270. Okay. So 225 for Errol decision, plus 500 for Errol stoppage, plus 180 for Crawford decision, plus 270 for Crawford stoppage. I'll say that the bet... That I would take on this if I was betting th- this, because this this lo- this is s- the most fifty fifty fight I can remember, like other than uh, uh, as long as my memory goes back to uh, Haney Loma. Uh, <laughs> so the most fifty fifty fight since since two months ago. Th- this month. Okay, <laughs> um, but I- this could go either way. Yeah what I think is going to happen though I think we get a stoppage inside of nine rounds inside and in, I guess maybe I should say inside your stop you're,
1: you're, you're, you're stoppage heavy lately I like it
0: uh, i mean i i was i shortchanged in a way you did <laughs> I, I are you sure I, didn't you
1: say eighth round
0: I said tenth did you okay all right all right all right i I had it narrowly coming in the under this one I have coming the under and here's why go Stylistically, yes. Again, Spence wants to be volume heavy. Crawford wants to wants to be s- slow starting. Play out the scenario where Spence gets at Crawford. Craw- Crawford is very competitive. If Spence starts to take an early lead, Crawford's going to turn it up within the first round, if not the first round, the second round. And if Spence gets hit, Spence is going to throw back. Like, that's just what these two guys do. And if Crawford gets hit, Crawford's going to throw back. Spence, you just said it, the naturally bigger guy, stronger guy. Can Bud withstand Spence's onslaught? Conversely, has Spence taken a shot like Bud Crawford can give him? And what happens if Crawford turns it up? and can Spence withstand that onslaught. Either way, these guys are so competitive. I, I, think, I think it's actually going to be a way faster start than what people think because I think it's almost like one of those football games where, like, y- it's two high-scoring teams, so mm. you've got to come out and see who gets the 14-point lead and can control the pace from there of, like, a football game. And I think that's the way this boxing match is gonna go. Who could come out and dictate the pace, the distance, the cadence, all of that. Somebody, you, in order to win this fight, you have, to, you have to be the one to set the cadence, set the, the pace and determine what you're gonna allow the other person to do to you. And neither of these guys like to give an inch. Spence loves to stand in front of the other guy and throw. Crawford doesn't like to be pushed; he pushes back. These, the way these guys throw, and the and and they're both there to be hit, both of them. Mm-hmm. In all the fights we see them, they get hit. Bud got hit versus Avanesian. Avanesian hit him. Bud against against uh, Porter. They told him. Hey, you're you're probably down. Really? They have me down. Okay. Stoppage that round.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember the cards. I don't even know if he actually was down or not. I can't remember.
0: It was. It was. It was he, close. Like, we we had close. him up one or two. Others had it like even. I think Maybe. I think
1: two. I think two of the judges had him up, and uh, one judge had him. That's down, right. Down, I, that, I that sounds right. I think that's right.
0: Yeah. Spence, U- Ugas gets a couple good shots on him. I think the next round was the stoppage. Like. The, these guys, when they get pushed, they press. And they're going to – at that I, – I think it's – I think style – I I think strategically they know that they, they need to be the one that control the pace, the distance, the cadence. Yeah.
1: And I mean, when you think about – I mean, it's very – not to cut you off, but and, like –
0: And and when that happens, I think the other one's going to fight back. And then I think that's going to make the other guy push. I think I, – I, I just feel like the first three rounds are going to be hellacious. If we get past three – then I think it settles in for four, five, six, and then I think seven, eight, nine. It doesn't make it into ten because I think then okay. at that point one of the guys is going to be like, "I'm down, I gotta press," uh, and then they press again, and I think it's done within seven, eight, nine. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and and
1: that's that's pretty much how Spence Porter went, and it really it really came down to one moment in the eleventh round where the two guys were just in the trenches they both threw hooks and Sean's came up a little short and errol knocked him on the chin and got the got the knockdown in the round and that won him the basically pretty much won him the fight i think and that split yeah. de- it was a split it was a split decision so i think i mean the other judges had him up rounds anyway but you know that's kind of how that fight went um and spence again and they, and you know Porter, it, you can't compare Porter and Crawford because Porter is a, a smaller guy. He has to, you know, kind of lunge and jump in there to get get his position on the inside. But that's that's kind of how I, I, I see the fight um, stylistically being very similar to that uh, that that fight that we saw.
0: I I think I think that it is a high power, high speed. I hope so. Chess match. I hope so. I, I think I think the technicality that. I, I think it's gonna happen fast and at high power and high speeds. But at the same time the technicality, you're not gonna notice it until on on replay you're gonna be like, Holy crap, did you see that slippage, the foot placement, all that all that stuff's gonna matter. What's uh what's the, what the, the the foot placement, the the sequence of combinations, the uh like defensive uh placement, like all, all of the technicalities are going to matter and and play a role in who wins this fight.
1: What's the uh, what's the over under on knockdowns? Is that or did, one and that... a
0: half, and it heavily favors the under. I like I like the over,
1: kind of like the over on that. It's kind of juicy. I think there's, um, I think there's going to be a couple knockdowns.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I could see that. All right, uh, I I could I could pull that exact number if you want me to here. Nah,
1: yeah, that's fine. It's probably one and a half. So who wins? No,
0: it's, it's one and a half, but oh. I, I, I just want to know what that... Uh, fight, fight props. Uh, no? Knockdowns. Here we go.
1: Knockdowns. You don't have to pull out the red light.
0: Over one and a half is plus 900. Ooh. Under one, under one and a half is minus 4,000. I, I think that people expect these guys to be a lot of technical and respect each other so much that, yeah. they, that there's not a lot of chances being taken.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair I, enough.
0: I, I respect that thought. And it ver- this fight could go any number of ways. So that could definitely happen. Yeah. I, I think a dogfight breaks out. I think Hagler Hearn breaks out. Not for the three rounds of hell. But at some point, I think Hagler Hearns breaks out. And gotcha. I think these guys sit in the pocket and throw, and one of them's going to beat the other one to the punch, and there's going to be a knockdown. And at that point, I don't know who's going to get knocked down first, but at that point, it's a matter of will that guy who got knocked down dig deep and fire back? And, no. and my, the answer is going to be yes. And then the second question of that is going to be, is that going to be enough to fight back against the other guy? And that's the question I don't know about. So I like I like the over one and a half as well, just yeah, because I agree. if if, you, if one guy gets knocked down, I think the other guy just piles on, which is either going to leave him open, or he's going to get the other guy down. Which a second and time. I, I I
1: guess the only thing and I, I'm sure it doesn't count, but like so, would the I, I guess you would a lot like in a way if in a way over under was uh one and a half. I guess you would have lost because the stoppage, the ref getting in there and stopping it would not count as a, a knockdown. split
0: second before the guy before Fulton. Could you could imagine? You.
1: Yeah, like to me, to me that should count as, an, that should that should count. It's like the refs getting in there and saying like, "No, I'm stopping it." Like I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the Vegas betting. Good it definitely doesn't. Like, there's there, there's no way that would count. Um, because then you would see them be, t- they would set them at two and a half. Then that would be like the common one because that's very common. That if a guy gets knocked down, a ref, the refs gonna get in there and stop it. Uh, all right, who wins, big guy?
0: If you're betting with analysis. He's
1: going to do the hard head thing again.
0: If you're betting with your head and you want to do the analysis and and make the smart play, I'd say you should roll with Spence on the cards.
1: Well, this isn't the podcast for those people.
0: But if you want to do a Will from – I'm sorry, if you want to do a Mike from Stranger Things and – you're the heart, Mike. You go with with Crawford stoppage.
1: We, we got to get you cue cards for these names.
0: Uh, dude, I'm, I'm all over <laughs> this. Crawford stoppage. Somewhere in the seven to nine range. Uh, I'm actually going to make a side bet of the uh, yeah? stoppage in the in the seven to nine. Well juice bo- uh, for both guys. I'm going to do seven to oh. nine because I just. Or maybe I should just take the under at that point, Um, buy myself the extra round in the tenth. But I just, I I just, I just see a stoppage coming, and I'm taking Crawford in seven through nine. Fry fish fry, fish fry baby, fish fry baby, love that. Who are you taking?
1: I've been saying it for three years. He's a killer. Bud's got that mama mentality. That being said, I'm taking Spence unanimous decision.
0: You bitch. Unanimous. You bitch. Unanimous decision. I don't I look, that's a fine pick. I don't I don't mind the pick. I mind. I mind you throwing shade, th- throwing curveballs, and going. I've been saying it for three years, and then and then I say. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta build if that. If you fr- go with your head, you'll take this. This isn't the podcast. I gotta, for you. I gotta,
1: I gotta, I gotta build that first take suspense, man. Listen, I uh, and f- this is for the simple fact that I've just, I've been pay, I've been paying, paying the price for the Phillies you coming in second place, and I think it's gonna keep going to Howard. I think it's going to keep. I'm a horseman.
0: You Horson, you Benedict <laughs> um, Arnold.
1: I I don't think I think both guys are too tough to get stopped. So I think it goes to the cards, and I just think I think this is I'm not I'm not going to scream collusion, even see, though
0: see they're too they're too tough to be stopped. But that's what I think. That's what I think. Yeah. I yeah, but they're too competitive to to not keep going until the other guy stops. So I, pro- I, maybe yeah, it's
1: I I don't know I don't know I just. I just i can't I can't get Crawford's slow work rate out of my head and it's gonna be easy for judges to just go ahead and give arrow rounds i just I can't get that out of my head and that something shady's gonna happen maybe maybe that, that
0: that's a hundred i mean that and it it probably it's, and it, yeah. is yeah that that's that, that's proper analysis one hundred percent and probably-
1: and probably because I was just there live and saw Loma uh just control an entire fight and then get fucked on three cards like i just i I can't get that out of my head either so I'm probably just flying with this one with blinders on. Uh, nothing would make me happier than Errol, than than Bud Crawford to stop that fucking dude in five rounds.
0: Look, if you've been betting against Drew's happiness for the past six months... Just keep doing it. Keep you're doing making it. a bunch keep, of money. Keep riding. Keep riding, baby. <laughs> just keep riding. Uh, and, and to address that, I, I don't have anything against Spence. I He's a great fighter. Yeah. I... I, I in his next endeavors like i would love for him to go up and, and fight canelo and do well and even beat canelo or like whatever he does next this fight i love bud i yes. love i love him yes yeah. um i just i want like the the pbc stands that think bud is a hype job and think and think arrow is god it needs to uh, add, it just needs I, to end. yeah i want them to be put in their place i'm just yes. sick of that crap yes i agree which does not, which does not include our boy Ant with two T's. Ant with two T's on the Porterway is awesome. He's the man. He is an arrow guy. He's a, he's a PBC guy, but he doesn't hate Bud. He loves Bud. Yeah. I'm excluding him from the hate. Everyone else who's a PBC stand, I I I, I want I want to see you suffer. I'm sorry. <laughs> we I'm wanna not. See- I'm not sorry. I want to see <laughs> you suffer a lot. We
1: wanna we want to see the excuses. I just want to see the excuses come fluttering out it'll be it would be that oh uh, you know he, he kept him there at that weight all these years of weight training as if as if Errol had the plan hasn't been for Errol to fight Bud last like that was Errol's that's what would be so funny I can't wait for like weight training stuff to come out if Bud beats him and people will say that and it'd be like well Spence has said all along that the last he was gonna beat take all the belts and leave Bud for last so how is that Bud's fault I just I can't wait for that shit I just uh just do it for us, bud. We don't ask for much. We don't ask for a ton. We ask for quality quality programs on Apple TV and and various other streaming services. And occasionally we just want some of our favorite boxers to win to win big fights. That's all
0: we ask for. All right. Well, there it is. Two beers analysis. Boom. Shakalaka.
1: Can't wait. What's the How much is the pay-per-view? Is it 85?
0: Uh, take my money. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well worth. It. Oh yeah. I mean, again, the undercard. the Undercard's not bad. Like Donair, I, mean, I was just about to say. Yeah. I say. Daenerys got d- moved to there. And yeah. That
0: that's a that's a close fight in terms of the odds. Yeah. And I I'm 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 I'm,
1: I'm so anti Pitbull Cruz now because he's just a little bitch. Um. And I don't care if I it's, if I'm like a loser with a microphone calling him that. The guy like you know he he's just trying to get a, a paid. He's just now basically fighting people so that he doesn't lose so he can get a.
0: A rematch with Tank that he doesn't deserve. <laughs> um, I, I will for, give I'll, I will give Carson Merck credit on the Porterway. He did was call like, him out for that. Yeah, he was good, he was good. he was like yeah he's like he's like I gotta say like Pitbull Cruise's entire like hype is that he went the distance and got whitewashed first Tank with with one he hand had one arm yeah yeah like yeah. it's
1: ridiculous. And I, and, I, and I guess what, like, I, I actually, I would give him a fighting chance against, taking away Shakur. Like, I, I would, he would have a chance against a lot of these guys. I don't know that I would favor him against most it, of the guys. away Pitbull? Uh, 135 is too much. It's too much for way It's too much. He can't go with the 135.
0: If, if, never. if, if they, if,
1: if they did a catch weight at 128 and a 10 pound rehydration clause, I'd pick way But I, that's, I mean, why would he, why would he come down? so payday uh yeah i guess i guess that's fair so i i would even though it it's ridiculous to even talk about though if if ta- if tank would come down and do a 128 catch weight and they fall would they got that would be pretty awesome for tank to go over to japan and fight him like i wouldn't even i don't even, I, I wouldn't even bother doing that fight in vegas like i would that that would that would that would i would, would definitely go overseas for that
0: uh, yeah i don't know like if you're anyway. tank
1: why not but yeah Good stuff.
0: Good stuff. All right. So, is that boxing for the week? Yep.
1: Good talk. All See right. you
0: out there. <laughs> now we're not done yet, bruh. Uh, okay. We're, we're, we, but we are going to fly through the rest of it. NBA uh, still sucks. We're not talking about NBA or, or NFL or MLB at the moment. Yeah. We'll have time for that later. Yeah. Uh. Golf notes. British Open. Uh, that Harmon guy waggles his way to a huge Whew. victory. Eff it, who cares? That it was it it made it totally unenjoyable. He was he was at the, one the point. waggles and and the, and the <laughs> wide lead just made it unenjoyable.
1: He was he was 40 at one point. I think through eight holes on Sunday, he was 47 of for 47 on putts. 10, on 10-foot 10 putts.
0: I think it ended up being 58 out of 59. That's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. But if you add up the time of his waggles, it ended up being, <laughs> it ended up being like – What 30, are you so worried about his waggles for? It ended up being like 36 minutes if you, like, put them up for the whole tournament. Okay. I love how people were getting worked up over the waggle. Who gives a shit? I made that up. <laughs> no, but there were legit
1: people that were getting pissed about, like, the waggle. I mean, it's annoying. annoying. Well, Who cares? I, I,
0: I, I just I'm just sitting there watching this guy like wiggle his wiggle a club on TV like just friggin' swing it, dude. Thank, like, thank,
1: I mean, thank God he wasn't paired up with uh, with Kepka. Oh yeah, that would have been fun. That would have made fucking electric TV.
0: Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, the other guys were were fun to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone else
1: played well. He just played a lot better. I mean, Rombo was good. I mean, Rory.
0: Finished what top Jason, Jason Day? I think yeah. Rory was. Did he sick, finish top ten?
1: But... Oh yeah, he finished yeah, top yeah, ten. Yeah, right? yeah. Rory yeah, was top yeah. ten
0: again. I mean... Hovey,
1: where where Hovey finish?
0: Mm, around tenth. I don't around know 10. if he actually made crack the top ten or not, but yeah.
1: I mean, at this point, Rom Rombo is the safest top top five top five top
0: ten finish bet. I think in golf. I didn't catch where Shefty finished, but um... yeah, I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that happened. We oh, we We won a couple of those bets. I'm not couple, even gonna go through them because it's couple Sheckies. Couple sheckies. It, it hit our parlay. I know that it we won a parlay. Yeah, it was those guys. All, all those guys to make make the uh, cut plus your pick. But uh, before we get to the parlay, let's get to everybody's favorite, favorite minute, minute in podcasting.
1: podcasting: the
0: NASCAR pit stop. Vroom, vroom, vroom. And in three, two, one, go. Last week was Pocono. We were sitting pretty until they had multiple wrecks coming down the stretch. That sucked. Uh, Denny Hamlin ended up knocking Kyle Larson out uh, just really ridiculously at the end. Denny Hamlin wins. Screw that guy. Screw that race. Super annoying. We're down to minus 36 and a half on the year. This is getting bad. It it's been bad. It's staying bad. This this week we are in Richmond. We already had a race here this year. Uh, we're coming back here. Uh, this week we are picking Kevin Harvick plus 750, Chase Elliott plus 1500, William Byron plus 850, Christopher Bell plus 900. Martin Truex is the favorite, but we're skipping that one. Nice. All right. Now to the parlay because we hit it last week. We're up to ten fifty. Where are you going, Big Cat?
1: Man, some not really any. they're really good baseball matchups this week. Um, I'm gonna take the Phillies on Saturday to beat your Buckos, so we can we can see the poop uh, the poop thing with like the the logos and the score. Uh.
0: Katie's going on Friday night. Oh yeah, my, the old wife. Yeah, nice.
1: That's cool. Good for her. Her in and my daughter.
0: Nice. Um. Nice. I'll I'll be I'll be sipping on some the I will take. Should I take baseball?
1: I mean, unless unless you want to you want to put it all in the fight. What else are we gonna bet? <laughs> Again, we're 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 at baseball in the WNBA for another well we're not gonna bet preseason football but for at least another what six weeks
0: yeah i do, guess i'll go do what with you um, do, do you bro wow there's a lot of good baseball matchups Holy yeah that's what
1: Lord. i'm saying like there's no like oh yeah like this is gonna be an, an easy win like these are like tight i'm like i don't even feel good about philly the phillies pirates to be honest with you
0: all right, let's go with um, the Orioles over the Yankees. Same, same day. I, I know. I,
1: I funny you say that. I know we're not talking baseball, but how about the fucking Orioles creep just fucking creeping and uh, having the best record in baseball now?
0: Is it actually the best record in baseball right now? Uh,
1: well, they just lost two out of three to the Philadelphia Phillies,
0: but I I think they're ahead of I think they're ahead of Atlanta. I just pulled it up. Atlanta has sixty four wins. The okay, North so Orioles the Braves yeah. have sixty two. Yeah. Yeah, the Braves are still ahead by two games. Oh, because yeah, because
1: Baltimore just lost their last two, so that makes sense. And the Braves have oh, the the Braves lost their last two too. Interesting.
0: Yeah, we're only ten. We're only ten games back now. Eh eventually when when boxing slows down we really should just like take a deep dive into baseball and all the things that have happened that are just kind of like crazy it's
1: going to be an interesting trade deadline because everybody's so jumbled together like i'll be curious to see who makes like the first splurge and like overpays and sets the sets the trade market yeah but like baseball's trade trade deadline's fake because you can still like make moves a month after the trade deadline which is ridiculous
0: everything in baseball is fake like Trevor. the woman on that airline who called <laughs> MF that guy and said he was fake. <laughs> Love it. All right, All right man. So, so what is it? You got you got the Phils. Yeah, Phils on bus, Saturday. Yeah, and then I got the um, the Orioles over the Yanks. Okay, that's on Saturday. Cool. Love it. All right, which leads us to, I guess, the two Bruce salute part two, right? Part deuce, as they would say. Part deux. Part deux. <laughs> Three, two, one. Ah, just popping that, popping that cork, baby. Popping bottles. Pour number two of the Wild Turkey 101. I love it, man. I'm still rocking my sincoro Yeah. Good. All right. Spe- well, it's a special occasion. Let's go with um. We we are wa- we watched a bunch of different things this week. We haven't been watching the same things, so we're just gonna mishmash here, beer too. Tell, tell the people what you watched this week, Drew. Uh, what, what movie did you go see?
1: I saw Oppenheimer on Sunday. I was supposed to see Barbie on Saturday, followed by Oppenheimer on Sunday. Saturday did not happen. So uh, just saw our boy Killian Murphy. Um, it was excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent uh the the film the film it 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 basically takes you through his his uh the events of his life from right as he's getting his um secondary education degree overseas in i believe it was germany um it takes you it starts you there you go through obviously he then gets to um university of california where he be- starts he basically becomes the first person to start really teaching quantum mechanics the first the, the first like 20 minutes i'm like oh man if only they could have got jim parsons to play oppenheimer even though it never would have worked because uh. <laughs> that's all they're doing basically basically everything the big bang of those guys were doing is like what oppenheimer was doing here early on um and then through him becoming part of the manhattan project and then it ends basically with um uh, a closed door, you know, a, a closed door here or try not trial, but um, hearing he had uh, for revoking his security clearance. Eventually, in like 1950 something, uh, because he was accused of basically being uh, his kind. Con- he, con- he had communist ties dating back to um, his early days at, at uh, University of Cal, um, and that's kind of how it flowed. So now, naturally, and so, so I'd say. Two-thirds of the movie is told from his point of view, and then a third of the movie is told from, like, third point of view. In Christopher Nolan fashion, of course, there's got to be a fucking math problem in it. So they they mesh all the timelines together. So, oh, boy. So, yeah, so it's not a... Uh, it, it's it <laughs> it's not... I just want to be told a story. I don't want to solve a goddamn math problem. Um, so it's not, like, it's not in sequential order. So it splashes all of those events together um and it's based off it's based off some some book about oppenheimer um i forget i had the name of it at one point but i I missed it or i I mis misplaced it and uh a lot of it is him you know start basically his kind of not egotistical, but his, um, you know, he's very, he's 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 a incredibly intelligent guy and knows it early, and then transitioned at the end of him having to deal with the consequences of developing the bomb, um, and the morality behind that. Now again, I don't know how, you know, I, I I'm not an Oppenheimer enthusiast, so I I don't know how much of this was based on you know facts, how much behind the scenes stuff was going on that they talked about. But um, you know the big, I guess the big, the, the big thing throughout was you know as he's on, as they're going in and out of this this board hearing that he's having um, that was set in motion apparently by um, a politician whose name I forgot. The guy Robert Downey Jr. plays um, Louis Strauss, who was part of um, the atomic. I forget the names of these things. Basically, a nuclear commission. Where they had people on this board talking about, you know, the weapons development. This is after the, you know, the bomb was um, was created and, and dropped. Um, and he was, you know, he was at. He always kind of kind of butt, butted heads with Oppenheimer, and so he kind of put these things in motion and behind the scenes too. He was, you know, the movie showed him basically up for a cabinet position and how that kind of unravels um, with Oppenheimer's involvement. So that's how the movie goes. I mean, we all we all obviously know they dropped the bomb so um that there, there wasn't a lot into that i was here's here's what was great
0: what, was that part like in the movie like what led up they did to- not they
1: yeah what so they showed they showed the test the trinity test in new mexico they did not they did not show the bombs drop on hiroshima or um jesus why
0: Nagasaki.
1: Nagasaki, yeah, Nagasaki. Um, they did not show that. They showed the bombs leave. The last thing that they showed was the bombs leaving, and then the uh, the radio announcement. So, but they did show the test, the Trinity test, which was which was very. They and a lot of people have been going on about it. like I, it was a they they did a great job of making it an incredibly stressful moment for an event that you know obviously <laughs> went off without a hitch. The 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 Trinity test. Um, but, like, the the film editing and the pressure and the, the intensity of that moment of having to possibly abort and all this stuff going on, the weather, tremendous. Um, you have any – before I go into the good and the bad, you have any questions about the film?
0: Um, did they uh, get into – what went into the nicknames of Big Boy and Little Boy?
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that means.
0: All right, good. Never mind. Okay. is it
1: Was Big Boy what they dropped on – Hiroshima and then yeah okay yeah no they did no they did not um all right the acting just don't even anyone that's putting a movie out in the next six months just hold them until next year's Oscars because off the charts the acting from everybody I can't even remember somebody that delivered even a single like one line in the film that wasn't awesome um Murphy. And this isn't us just being, me being, you know, the Peaky Blinders obsession of Killian Murphy as Tommy Shelby. He was incredible throughout the entire movie. Um, actually, you know what? I'll take that back. I, I didn't love El- Emily Blunt. She she had one really good scene that I thought she was very impressive in. I feel like anybody could have played the role. And she, pla- she played his wife, Kitty Oppenheimer. She was in, people probably shit on me for saying that, but she was probably the only one who I wasn't blown away by. Um... Matt Damon plays Leslie Groves who was a um a, the general who was um who was recruiting for the Manhattan Project. I believe he was a general. Uh Damon was awesome. Absolutely awesome. If not for in any other year I'd say he probably is going to win best supporting actor except for the fact that uh Downey Jr as Lewis Strauss like man like again <laughs> I, I, I him 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 taking that Iron Man role, just mega bucks this dude. He was incredible, outstanding. Um he came off as like uh behind the scenes prick, so i mean that's just maybe Downey is just that way. He came off so well uh in this thing. Awesome. And another guy that I I completely forgot this guy was even still alive and like acting and like, you know, whatever. Josh Hartnett's making a comeback all. Oh. Like Josh Hartnett was – he played um, one of the professors that also assisted the Manhattan Project that was at University of California um, with Oppenheimer early. And, of course, on IMDb now, I can't for some reason find who he played. But, man, he was – like it was – that was a pretty important role to be playing off of um, Killian Murphy. And when I first saw it was Hartnett, I was like, oh, God, how'd this happen? He was great. Like acting – again, so acting – 15 stars out of 15 stars uh the sound editing and like the splicing of everything together like constantly with like throughout the movie like when they're shifting scenes like they would put in there the noise of like the bomb like the like the molecules the atoms splitting absolutely incredible like awesome nolan i mean it's christopher nolan that's what he does awesome uh, script was good. Story was good. Even with the, the Christopher Nolan goddamn math riddle of like, what timeline am I in right now? It, they, they did a good job of like putting it one, one piece of it in color and the other one in black and white. So you always kind of knew where you were. Um, the only real bad thing that I would say is it's just way too long. Three hours was just, just too long. I feel like they could have accomplished it in like 220 pretty easily, they could have cut. They could have eas- They could. They could have cut uh, the scenes of Killian Murphy, like buck ass naked with his legs crossed, across from a woman that was buck ass naked with her legs crossed. A <laughs> um, couple of things they didn't need to have in there that like stretched Sounds out. Sounds like they, they should have kept that one in there. I'm just saying there were definitely appar- apparently. Apparently, uh, in some countries, they have a CGI version with a CGI dress on this woman, so she's just not there with her nipples out for like three straight minutes in a chair, which is pretty fun. <laughs> um... But yeah, it was just it was it was just too long. It's just way too long. And I would have I don't know if I would have enjoyed it more if they did it in sequential order. I don't know. Like I guess I don't know. I, I, I do like the when they do The Godfather on like AMC and they, they like they show it in sequential order, like they, they edited it, so it's all like from the beginning of, you know, Don Corleone through through Michael Corleone. So maybe they'll do that one day. But that I I don't know. I'm like fifty fifty on that if I would have like enjoyed it more. Um and the end scene with him and Albert Einstein was also excellent. So uh and the guy who the guy who plays um Albert Einstein was the dude in the Dark Knight Rises that helps Bruce Wayne get out of the goddamn cave <laughs> before he gets the satchel. Oh wow. Yeah. It was really good. Again, he and again, this guy this guy was in the movie for maybe 90 seconds total and even he like just knocked the roll of einstein out of the ballpark like every everybody just crushed it so um yeah man i, I really enjoyed it i you know I, I i recommend it again three it is long it is long um but it was it was really good and the scene again the scene where they the the the, 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 the trinity test and the bomb goes off uh was pretty was, was pretty sweet And uh, I remember just thinking to myself, I was like, man, these motherfuckers are awfully close to this fucking thing, Uh, (laughs) with which which they have no idea how it's actually going to react, (laughs) like where they were standing for like watching, observing the test. I was like, I I probably would have moved back a smidge, maybe maybe go another couple of miles. Um, The one there was one really funny line where when they were getting ready to where they were setting up the testing like areas and marking it off. And the one of the, the one scientist who was who who was responsible for the math was like um he's like he's like, Do we feel safe is this do we think we're th- is this far enough? And, and they go, Well it's your math. You gonna stand behind it or not? And he's like Alright <laughs> It's really funny. So, um great stuff. Sounds though. sounds like a good time. Yeah, I enjoy again. You'd I think you would like it.
0: Again, it's I remember sur- movie theaters. Oh god, just go. Stop being a baby. Just go. Okay. I'll just Either take my kids with me and then have to leave the theater immediately, or just leave them behind. Just leave them behind.
1: Isn't that, isn't that why they just leave them at the Y? Isn't there like activities to do at the YMCA? Just drop them off there. They can play some dodgeball.
0: Like, come on. Can't afford the Y.
1: <laughs> isn't the Y free?
0: No, it's like really, it's like eighty dollars a month.
1: Oh man, maybe you can get some day passes.
0: <laughs> well, now you got your your uh, you got you got
1: more family like down the street. Now you got free babysitters. That's true. That might actually work. Yeah, right. Come on, man. See, I'm always hitting home runs here. You're you're, you're giving me singles.
0: I'm giving you dingers. Well, speaking of dingers, you're next. You want to know, know what I watched? You're next, baby. The first two episodes. There's only six of Jack Ryan. So is this? It, it this is was.
1: It. W- was it basically one season split into two parts? Is that no. what this? No, okay, not at Okay. All.
0: all right. So okay. All right. So. Um, and quick recap. Um, I didn't see it yet. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing any spoilers. All right. Well, I didn't um, see, I
1: didn't finish the last season yet. Um,
0: it's, uh, it's, calm down. Cal- <laughs> will you just, We just calm down? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Season one was, uh, and now I can't, what was, um, that was, what they had, uh, where they were doing the with, they were with, they they were with in, the drones, right? A
1: drone? What they were they were like in Afghanistan, weren't they? Like they yeah. were like it, yeah,
0: yeah, for like with, with uh, and in the, the whole it was like a commentary on like unmanned drones and having like uh because remember that through like the Xbox they had communications. Yes. 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 Um. So that was all about that was a commentary on unmanned drones. Season two was down in brazil where they had not like, good like rigged elections yes. not not as not as good but but also like you know interesting commentary <laughs> season three that's the one that you have yet to finish right
1: correct i was four in and i stopped that
0: was all about like russians and uh former soviet states in collusion um excellent so one was good two was not as great three was excellent um four here is now so far about the deep state and how there are people running the government that are you know (sighs) basically making decisions above me on the presidency and and kind of just You know who's really controlling the government and setting policy and making decisions and deciding who gets taken out when and what wars like we're starting wars because it benefits this group or that group or whatever Mm. um it's just and a lot of that feels like it it should be cheesy like just just saying it out loud but I'll say for for seasons 3 and seasons 4 definitely like it just doesn't miss. Like it's so poignant and so good and so well written. It's it's just the plot is just tight. And tight 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 Somehow what's his name from the office is like works as Jack Ryan. I don't know why. Like he just seems like John krasinski krasinski it just seems like too oafy and out of shape but like somehow guy, it works
1: guy guy married emily blunt and just became a fucking
0: stud action star yeah so i mean um like i said i'm through two episodes uh it's really good um and i'm I, you know i can't wait to finish it out my i, I my dad watches all that stuff that deals with espionage and international conspiracies and all that jazz and um, he crushed it in,
1: like, seven hours, right?
0: Yeah, he, he just <laughs> he just went nuts and just finished it all. And he's like, why do they have to stop? This show's good. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, especially because Amazon, like, doesn't even have, like, a large variety of, like, good shows. Yeah. So uh, that was good. Um, and I'm, I hopefully will have it finished by, by next podcast. But
1: Excellent. Yeah, I got to – I'm going to – by the end of July, I'll have caught up.
0: I Actually, I might not have time to finish it before the next podcast, but we'll see. Cool, cool.
1: One one more thing I, I don't know if I liked about Oppenheimer. I, I couldn't, I think I told you this. I couldn't tell if it was like too agenda y because I just don't know enough about Oppenheimer's background to know whether or not they were trying to just make like, if Nolan tried to get a little too like political with it. I'll have to watch it and let you know. Yeah, like the whole, uh, oh, we made a bomb, but we didn't need to drop it because blah, 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 and
0: you know, all this other stuff. I mean, that's that's the great debate about those is, you know, it costs t- tens of thousands yeah, yeah. of lives. Well, cause, yeah,
1: because the question was, oh, well, Japan – oh, I got some reverb there. Um, hold on.
0: Hold on a second. <laughs> the damn thing got yeah. became unplugged.
1: It was basically like Germany like, – because, you know, Germany was Sorry already – about yeah, that. Yeah, Hitler had already killed himself, and so it was really just them in Japan. And Japan, it seemed like we were always going to win that, but it was a matter of when and it was like how many more lives do we risk if we could end it by dropping it and show in japan that we mean business and then after after the fact it was oppenheimer again with the morality thing he was against building h bombs and all this other stuff where they made it seem like obviously politicians and other government officials even truman um you know were the other way so they you know so they they ostracized and punished him like i i, I don't know how true those things are cuz i just I, I just i'm not a Oppenheimer aficionado. So I didn't let it bother me. But I usually can't tell when they're trying to send, they're trying to put out agendas. Like you always, you always point them out. And I'm like, really? I just kind of watched the movie. Um, but it felt like that a little
0: bit, but it could have just been the historical piece. But that's fine.
1: That's it. Sorry.
0: Yeah. No, that's it. So, um, the only other thing, do you want to touch on Dead City or just save it? I'll touch on it. Um, because I feel like we, we definitely shit on it
1: <laughs> after watching the premiere. Um, it's it sticks to landing at the end they now i'm intrigued big you should you should go back go watch it there's i'm two in here here's the problem this is this is about as maybe you won't agree with this but this is like in my mind how i i say these things um the walking dead doesn't they haven't earned our our trust and i say that me and you because there's still some people that do they haven't earned our trust to have faith in the story unfolding and letting it play out. We've had too much between the last 3 seasons of the walking dead, the shitstorm that is fear of the walking dead and any other cockamamie things they put out there. Like there's no direct plan, it's fi- it's fl- a lot of fluff, lot a lot of a lot of, um, a lot of buffer time. So when 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 the first episode came out and the whole idea of like her grabbing Negan and what they're doing like it, it it's very proud it, it it made a lot of sense for us to be like that's the stupidest fucking thing ever I can't believe this is what they did and not have the faith that it, it's kind of a fake out so by by the fifth episode everything kind of unfolds that's going on behind the scenes and you actually can look at it and be like. Now at least I can buy this now. Now I can kind of buy the premise of the show. And then the finale ended pretty pretty sweet. <clears throat> um huge cameo that you will love. Um hold on to your plums when this one comes out in episode five. Um Oh baby. Yeah. Uh that was a intended comment. Um, yeah. <laughs> um and there is going to be a season two. And this is the other thing that I would have done if I were them, I would have just announced that they were doing it. Two- There's no way this was like never going to be a two season show with how they ended the final episode. Like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like it, it, it's too, ambi- I feel like it, it was too much going there. Like it would always have to be at least a second season if, if not maybe doing more. So if they would have also just said that early, then maybe again, we would have had more faith to like kind of let it play out. But um, I'm in, I'm back. It's got me, it's got me optimistic for Daryl Dixon. And my point with the whole trust thing, it's like Disney, Disney has built up my trust and I know you're not on the same page, but Disney has built up my trust in, with, with the Marvel universe. Um, and to a lesser extent, Star Wars. I, I I know, I know, I know, um, that whatever they put out, like if something starts off slow or doesn't make sense right away, I trust that they're going to knock it out of the ballpark because they've, they've earned that over the last, 10 years. Like, again, I'm more of a Marvel guy than you, but, like, every fucking movie, with the exception of, like, one or two, was just a goddamn home run. So, and I just enjoyed it all. And so I just, I always have faith going into those shows. I'm like, yeah, this is going to get good and it's going to be awesome. Whereas, again, like, The Walking Dead lost our trust somewhere around Glenn, you know, hiding under the goddamn dumpster in season six. Fair. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah, catch up on that, because it was, uh, yeah, you'll, again, the ca- I, I can't wait to see, you only got the cameo and Negan for maybe a total of, like, five minutes of total screen time, but, oh man, I, can't, I, I I actually can't wait to see these two fucking go, like, interact with each other in season two. It's gonna be fun. Awesome, uh, I'm excited. It's gonna be fun, it's gonna be fun. They even have, like, a fake-looking Shane going on for, like, three episodes, which was interesting. I wonder if that was, like,
0: done purposely. Huh. Okay. All right, man. Well, on that note, um, man, I I just can't wait. Big weekend ahead. Big, big weekend. That's what Goaf was saying heading into prom night. Oh. Couldn't let it go without getting one in this episode.
1: I was, I was actually, I was. Well, it's funny you said that. I was gonna say everyone, everyone, uh, just put, put, put the notifications on, uh, on Instagram. You never know when you might get a, uh, a random two beers, two beers live going. Might be, might be short like goes prom night, but you may just get one over the weekend.
0: I might do it. We might do it. We might feature a goof. Maybe, maybe. A, to- speaking of speaking of cameos. Totally, totally, where I was going with that. All right, man. He's As a good us- something up. As per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud